everyone, it is the Dr. Jason West live on Wednesday nights. I'm so excited to share with you just a fun, fun information and presentation on red blood cell health because red blood cell health is so, so important for your overall health and vitality. And so many times people are using the wrong things to help with their red blood cell health. Like the wrong kind of iron is so, so bad for you. So what are we talking about? Like we're talking about red blood cell health, what to do about it, how it can help you. And a special request, if you guys are watching this and you see value from our information here, would you please, please make a comment Tell me where you're from, what medical issues or concerns for you. Um, I'd love to get some feedback on that. Uh, just a simple shout out would be really nice on uh, what we can share with you because we're going to get after it on what to do about red blood cells, what you can do at home, what treatments that you should know about it, and what is going to happen if you get too much iron. So I want everybody to listen to me really carefully. Like iron is so bad for you if you don't need it. And it's so good for you if you need it. So really, really important. Everybody talk about uh, iron levels and everything like that. And, and again, if you see perceived value, please give me, let me know how we're doing inside of the comments. Um, wanted to give a special shout out to the West Clinic team that, to help make everything possible here. The other healthcare providers I have so much respect and affirmation for. Big shout out to the world's greatest nurse practitioner, Shelby Stoddard, and uh, Mr. Fix-It, Dr. Fix-It, to Dr. Nelson, Dr. Ward, like everybody that's been involved, and also to my um, amazing team. Really, really appreciate everybody inside of the office. And now we're excited to share with you something about red blood cells and how they're linked to B vitamins and how what, like, what you're putting in your system is so important for the trucks on the freeway. Now, what are the trucks? Red blood cells pick up oxygen from the lungs. They take it to the organs and tissues and drop it off. Now, why is this so important? Because if oxygen is the final electron acceptor inside of the, of the mitochondria, the, the, where you're making energy, the byproducts are carbon dioxide, water, and energy. If you don't have enough oxygen in the body, what happens is your byproducts are lactic acid and pyruvate. It's not good for you. So oxygen is the key. So that's one thing that the red blood cells do. By the way, it's funded, I guess, right here by B vitamins. B vitamins are so important uh, for your health. And so I just wanted to give everybody a big shout out or let you know about B vitamins. We're going to talk about some natural sources of things that help red blood cells uh, to be healthy. So if you're just joining us, it's the Wednesday night live program. Um, every Wednesday night at six o'clock, today's topic is on red blood cell health and how we can use it to, to improve our own health and vitality. I'm going to give you a little bit of information and context about white blood cells. So just to remember this, red blood cells take oxygen and nutrients from the stomach and the lungs, deliver them to the organs, tissues, and cells. They also pick up waste products from the organs, tissues, and cells, take them to the liver and the kidneys. So the red blood cells drop off the groceries and take out the trash. It's so important for health. Now, white blood cells are your immune system. They're like state police officers. 
They patrol the freeways or the highway system, the circulation inside of the body. And what do they do? They arrest the bad guys and take them to jail. So is there a lot of state police officers on the highway? Nope, there's not. There's way more cars and trucks on the highway than there is state police officers. White blood cells are the state police officers or the sheriff's deputies or the patrolmen, the, the law enforcement that is finding the bad guys, take them to jail. The jails are the lymph nodes and the lymph nodes are your infectious processing centers. And so we're really gonna focus on red blood health and especially a shout out to Michelle who asked this presentation to happen. Michelle, wherever you are, I hope you're safe and you're healthy. Um, she travels from different places. Um, hi to uh, your significant other. Just wanted to give out a shout out to him as well. So that being said, let's start getting into red blood cells. I put some thoughts together on how to make red blood cells healthy. And, uh, and then basically just to review those and if you have a blood test, it'd be kind of fun to go over that. We're going to hit on red blood cells, hemoglobin, hematocrit, uh, platelets, um, just briefly. It's part of, you know, just a little bit of a different version of the Hellness to Wellness. Um, we're, we're doing a, basically a condensed version. But that being said, red blood cells, what they do, again, if they are healthy, then you are healthy. And... Uh, this is a, a picture of a, of a guy going through, a, you know, basically an infusion here. And, and what he's kind of like portraying is just exhaustion. Because if you don't have red blood cells, you can't really, really be healthy. And so I thought it was an interesting picture. Here's kind of a monograph. You know, you can see the red blood cells and then what th makes things heal. And so if you have a diseased tissue, when I say tissue, that's not right. If you have an injured tissue, what happens is the immune system comes in. It eats up the bad inflammation and the bad guys, the damaged cells, the platelets come in and they start being a healing factor. And then the red blood cells are there in circulation. And just some real quick overview for red blood cells. If you have too many red blood cells, we call that erythrocytosis, an increase in red blood cells. So polycythemia bare, severe dehydration, acute poisoning, pulmonary fibrosis makes the red blood cells, whoops, I'll do it this hand, makes the red blood cells go up. Erythropoemia, which is anemias, bone marrow problems, pernicious anemia, and lupus makes it go down. And a really good place for people to be at is around five. If you're around five on your red blood cells, male or female, I mean, they're slightly different, but I think that uh, you're around five is kind of where I like to be people optimal health. Remember, it's so important to have iron. If you don't have enough iron, it's the number one cause of fatigue. But especially with women, I hope that uh, we'll really pay attention to this because I'm gonna blow this up a little bit more. Because if so many women are taking iron because of their menstrual cycles and everything else, and what's happening? It's making them super tired. It's making them sick. It's not a good thing to have. Like we don't want you to have iron unless you really, really need it. So please, please, please don't take iron unless you've taken a blood test and your iron levels are really low. Like I would consider anything like 70 or less, you probably want to supplement with iron. But here's the flip side. And this is so common to see in nature is this. If something too high causes disease like cholesterol or blood sugar, you know what happens always in nature is if it's too low, it causes disease. So too high is bad, too low is bad. Like you don't want to have the, those extremes inside 
of the blood system. So too high blood sugar, you get diabetes, it's really bad. You don't have a good life expectancy or long life expectancy. Too low, you get neutropenia, What? Or, or excuse me, neutroglycopenia, which means the blood sugar drops, the nerves fail, you can lapse into a coma and you can die. So too high blood sugar, iron's the same way. Too little, you're anemic and you can't function very well. Too high, you get hemochromatosis and it shuts off your liver and your kidneys. So please don't take iron unless there is a blood deficiency that you can identify. It's not, not healthy for you. And for women that are having menstrual cycles, and, and you think that they're heavy menstrual cycles, maybe, maybe they are. Just get a simple test, a red blood cell count, a complete blood, a blood cell count, and um, making sure you're getting a total iron and a ferritin level. We get really good information. And don't take iron unless you know that you really need it. It's really alarming. Okay. On the flip side here, let's go to the next slide here. Illnesses of red blood cells. Let's go through these. Um, the, you know, most people don't think about their red blood cells unless they have a disease that goes along with it. And I'm going to blow this uh, up just a little bit so we can see better. Oh, okay, right here. Okay, here we go. Um, so the illnesses, lack of iron, lack of B12, um, some of those disease processes that we need B vitamins to make the red blood cells are significant. But so many times, the diseases of the red blood cells are related to the different types of anemia. So that means when there's not enough trucks on the freeway, people with anemia can have normocytic anemia, macrocytic, microcytic, hemolytic, iron deficiency anemia. And so some of those considerations for anemia is if you don't have enough trucks on the freeway, like you just can't get supplies to the right area. Now, one of the most common conditions, whoops, in kids and for whatever reason my text is going um, white, is we have iron deficiency anemia. We can also have hemolytic anemia, which means that we're bleeding. Now, it could be bleeding internally. A lot of stomach conditions are a factor in hemolytic anemia and uh, excessive menstrual bleeding. Bleeding internally, that's one of the signs that you can have. And by the way, like there's some neat things that you can do to help internal bleeding if you're one of those people that brushes up against, you know, a cabinet or you're out in the shop or you, you accidentally hit yourselves and you bleed excessively, one of the first things I'm going to recommend to you is let's get some vitamin P in your system. What vitamin P is, also known as bioflavonoids, it helps the vascular system, particularly the capillaries, to be stronger and to be healthier. So one of the things that happens with slow healing and easy bruising is literally a kind of like a, having a mild condition of scurvy. We got to get vitamin C into the tissues. And then the other thing that really helps with that is zinc and copper balance are helpful in getting your body to heal. Now, when people, uh, you know, they can be uh, taking cortisone or they can be taking aspirin. Um, that can also be the bleeding factor. But I see a really, really good outcomes with bioflavonoids, you can eat those beet leaf greens and you can get them from um, green leafy vegetables, spinach, kale, Swiss chard are all good good uh, places for, for those. Now, there's so many conditions caused by the lack of the absorption of iron because of irritable bowel syndrome, malabsorption syndrome, the incomplete breakdown of food, and 
this like, concerning thing that happens all the time in antacids. Now, so many times people think that antacids are a benign um, medicine that knocks out acid, you know, therefore the name antacid. But what I find out is most people, I'm going to say 80% of people that are having digestion problems frequently have some type of mild or significant blood disorder because they can't absorb the vitamins, the B vitamins, and some of the minerals. They're not getting it through their stomach because we're blocking digestion with an antacid. Like this is the course of last resort when I work with people that have stomach problems. Let's speed up the digestion first. That's the number one thing by using some type of cultured food, so yogurt or sauerkraut or pickle juice or kimchi or, or, uh, or kefir or kombucha. So I think those are a good place to start. I really like to recommend to people apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in a half a glass of water. I like to have people take it after meals and that acetic acid will help to digest food inside of your GI system. So if you're having difficulties with iron levels and bruising and, and stuff like, like, let's help speed up digestion first. Now, it's true that there can be too much hyperacidity. I think it happens way less, about 20% of the time, which means that you really do are creating too much antacid, or excuse me, acid. And there is a mineral called phosphorus that really helps to regulate the vagus nerve, which comes out of the brain and regulates the central and autonomic nervous system. So many times when people have too much acid, if you give them that, that mineral, it just calms everything down. It doesn't make you dopey or loopy or anything like that. It's not addictive. It just really, really helps to get the body to absorb uh, better in that system. Okay, wait a minute. Now, we're talking about the different types of anemias and blood disorders. And so question, if something too low causes disease, guess what? Can it have something too high? And I think this is really important to go over and look at as well. So we call this condition hematochromatosis which means you have excessive iron in your system. And what it does is it builds up in the liver, the heart, and the pancreas, and it is life-threatening. This is why I tell people so many times, like, don't take iron unless your iron levels are really under 80. There may be, if, if there's excessive bleeding, a menstrual site, or there is an excessive, you know, blood loss, you know, a really severe bloody nose probably won't get you there. A severe, you know, blood loss from some type of trauma is a consideration. Now, hematochromatosis mostly is an inherited disorder, but here's what happens is if your body has excessive iron, it has a tendency to bind up with calcium and harden the vascular disease, harden in the arteries, and now we have vascular disease. And so that's one of the recommendations I tell people, look, please, 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 don't take it unless you absolutely know you need it. And by the way, there are some wonderful natural sources of iron. So one of the things that happens with too much iron, we can look right through here, is you can be affected with joint pain, stomach pain, fatigue, weakness, diabetes, loss of sex drive, impotency, heart failure, liver failure, a bronze or gray skin color, and memory fog. Well, heck, that's a lot of the stuff that people come into doctor offices anyway. And one of the things that happens is iron is not expensive. It's not, uh, you know, it's not a problem to have that, like to test for it. It's really, it's not even expensive to test for it. 
Um, and you can really, really make a difference for people in just knowing what those levels are. If you haven't had a test for total iron, I highly recommend that you get that. Okay, the next thing is let's talk about what we can do for your body. Well, here's what I recommend for people. Number one is you wanna treat your body nice. You know, and, and we talk about this literally every condition. Put your body on a schedule, go to bed at the same time, eat healthy and alive food, balance body chemistry. You know, I had a patient today come in and say, look, I don't feel very well. I don't eat very well. I know I don't eat very well. I really like a popular diet soda. I eat stuff that's fast, cheap, and easy, and I really want you to help. And I said, well, you know, one of the first things that I get to tell you is you know what to do. I just get to nudge you and be your accountability partner. So what are you going to do? And she's like, well, I got to get off of carbonation. I, I really need to do eat closer to the ground, which is one of my favorite rules. And all that closer to the ground means is that we can, um, the closer it is coming out of the ground, you know, you pull a carrot out, hopefully you wash it off and you eat it. I know some people that don't even eat it. Then I know people that will never eat carrots. But if you think about that versus getting, you know, some type of carrot juice, like it's refined, it's refined. We take all the fiber out, we give it to people. There's too much sugar in, in some of the juices. So the closer to the ground to, and then make sure you're balancing body chemistry. This is why we always talk about doing blood tests, a complete blood cell count, a metabolic panel. And now like adding the total iron level, it's so, so good for you. And, uh, and then here are some neat things that you can do for blood building. So if you're looking at this and you're having anemia and say, what do I do? What do I do? Well, here's what I would recommend for that. So the first thing is I really like helping the bones to be healthy. So let me just pull this up a little bit more. Um, there are some fat soluble vitamins, vitamins A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K. You could also add, you know, vitamin G and vitamin F into that protocol, which are co-vitamins. Mostly no one ever talks about those. Essential fatty acids, I see really good outcomes in anemia with essential fatty acids. Healthy fats, chicken noodle soup, and stew that has all of the beef and the broth, sorry, all the fat and the bones in it. I see some really good bone building components of that. And then something called proteomorphogen therapy. So what is proteomorphogen therapy? Proteomorphogen therapy is basically the smallest blueprint for cellular assembly. There's a company that makes it that basically takes ground up cow and pig bone. And, and what it does is there's a way that they clean it up to make sure that there is, it, that it's really, really healthy. And then what happens is when the body gets it, it has a blueprint to make healthy bones. So many of the anemias are caused I wouldn't say necessarily by a blood dyscrasia, but it's not healthy blood. Protomorphogen is one of those secrets that most doctors don't know about, and it's so incredibly good for health. So your fats, vitamins A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K, your essential fatty acids, omega-3s, omega-6s, 7s, and 9s, flaxseed oil, evening primrose, primrose oil, and I think flaxseed is one of the best oils to take as long as it's fresh. You want to make sure that like you literally you're grinding up and putting on its foods. I don't think that flaxseed keeps very well. This is one of the reasons why when people put it in their cupboard and then they take it, they're like, I always get, you know, these oily burps after. That's a sign of rancid um, uh, oils 
And so when you take oil for health, if it causes any type of burp or aftertaste, it's probably rotten. Then I love this picture right here. I decided to put this in here because what makes you create healthy blood is healthy bones. What's one of the best things to do for healthy bones is literally to go out and move because muscles stress bones. Bones are part of your, you know, you know, basically your architecture. The muscles attached to the bones, muscles are designed to move bones. So when you go use your muscles, what happens? It creates a healthy stimulation to the bone. And I don't expect people to go run out and do marathons or anything like that. But I do expect them to get out and to move more. Like if you're having anemia, one of the best things I can do is to the extent that you're not exhausting yourself, like go move. Doesn't have to be a weightlifting competition. Doesn't have to be to go to the gym. Just get out and move a little bit. I think it's really, really good for bone health. I think it's good for oxygen health. And then let's talk about a little bit of some advanced procedures that if you don't know about these, you should. So I'm going to, whoops, I'm going to go back on this. I got to pull up my, okay, here we go. There is a such thing as iron IVs. I think that's the course of last resort. I've seen some really good outcomes and some significant complications with IV iron. I like to try everything first. IV vitamin C is one of my very favorite things to tell people about. Vitamin C donates electrons to the body. It helps with the immune system. So potassium, um, magnesium, selenium, zinc are all good minerals to get in your system. I think chiropractic adjustments, physical therapy, massage therapy, vibration therapy, the German Beamer treatment and neural therapy are all considerations for people that if you have anemia, Let's get in and let's go to work on the body. Let's give it building blocks. Let's help your stomach to absorb things. I think anybody over to 40 that has anemia, a consideration is digestive enzymes. I think that is so healthy for, uh, for, for you. And if you have too much blood, I think that there, the main consideration is you need to do a periodic blood draw. And what the periodic blood draw is, is you just pull it out. Um, you have too many trucks on the freeway. Let's let's literally do some traffic jam control therapy, pull blood out of the system, or what they call medical therapy. And this is my medical opinion. I think that IV chelation therapy, disodium EDTA, is so helpful for binding up heavy metals, particularly mercury and iron. It's a really neat way to treat excessive iron. Now, by the way, I'm a big fan of chelation therapy. It's I'm a I'm a personal user of this. I think. What it does, if you, you really break down the molecule, it's a protein molecule with a vinegar molecule, vinegar molecule, vinegar molecule, vinegar molecule. And what it does is it helps to screen, spring clean the system. I do this every month. I think it's one of the best things that I can do to prevent heart, heart disease. I've got a lot of that on my dad's side of the family and I want to clean out my pipes and, and, and clean out my system. And so that's what I use to be healthier. Now, I have said this before, and I want to blow this up so that people really understand what I'm saying. Please, please, please don't take iron unless you absolutely, positively, without a shadow of a doubt, know that you're anemic. Otherwise, I think that iron is a poison. And what it does is it contributes to organ overload, liver toxicity, kidney toxicity. Nothing to me is more concerning when people come in and say, I'm healthy. 
What are you doing? Well, I take, you know, preventative iron. Well, have you ever had an iron test? No. Do you have joint pain? Yes. Do you have fatigue? Yes. Are your livers bad? Yeah. And do you have any heart problems? I mean, they're like, yes, yes, yes. I'm not so sure that this is not part of the biggest culprit in the American healthcare system. There's no such thing as preventative iron. Only take iron if you need it. Now, that being said, eating foods that have iron in it, red meat, uh, beet leaf, beets, beet leaf greens, spinach, kale, uh, certain types of nut, like I don't think that those are significant. It's supplemental iron that is so hard on people. Okay, now we have the secrets to red blood cells. I love giving the IV uh, vitamin C for that. And it is, it is so helpful in cleaning out the system. We have a presentation that we're going to do on uh, chelation therapy and my thoughts on chelation therapy and why it's so healthy for people to have that. Now, that being said, everyone, I would like to invite some requests or discussions for future healthcare conditions. I think iron is a really, really important part of health. It has the ability to really help people's energy levels. It also has the ability to cause some significant healthcare problems if not managed correctly. If you have anemia, you need to get on vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K. There's some things called natural blood builders. I think there's a healthier way to get those in your system besides the two common prescribed iron, which I'm not really a fan of, which is ferrous fumarate and ferrous sulfate. It has a tendency to make people feel like they're pooping concrete. Like if you really want to have slow bowels, just get the wrong kind of iron in your system and guess what happens? Not only is it uncomfortable, not only can you get rid of toxins, what happens is it has a tendency to give people hemorrhoids and spider veins and varicose veins because it's increasing the pressure in the system. People are straining at the stool. They're irritating the rectal and, and, and anal uh, structures and vascular system and you get a blowout and all of a sudden you have a, a hemorrhoid. If you have hemorrhoids, please, please, please see if you have too much iron. Now, for the people that need some help here on finding a good iron builder, I'm going to walk you through exactly how we do that. Let me just pull up my, uh, okay, I'm going to show you guys how to get to the iron stores here. Let me just uh, pull this over here. Come on, my now my computer all wacky. Here we go, right there. Okay, I'm going to show you guys how to get a good source of iron. If you need iron, I'm going to walk you how to get it. Now, which, by the way, the best source of iron, you guys, is refined plant blood. Do you know that you can kind of get a refined plant, plant blood transfusion? So let me show you how you can get that. If you have a good source of fat-soluble vitamins, I would absolutely encourage you. Okay, just take those. Don't take iron. <laughs> get iron from natural sources unless you have a blood test. Um, this is exactly how you get to a good iron store right here, or iron source. So you just go to the West Clinic right here. You go to the shop area. You'll have a little icon that comes up. And the icon that comes up is uh, right here on the shop. Come on, computer. And you can go and you can get the best sources of vitamins and minerals and stuff that I am aware of. I don't know everything. All I care is that you get it from a credible source. Um, you go right into here. And my favorite thing to recommend for people is something called chlorophyll. Now, what chlorophyll is, it's a fat-soluble vitamin, and it has all of your um, 
vitamins, minerals. It supports vascular health. It supports normal inflammation, provides health for skin and hair and nails. It's called chlorophyll. You can get it right from the West Clinic store if you're a patient or if you've had a virtual consult. Um, we am happy to give you those, but that's the best source of a natural blood builder. And what's neat about this is it will not give you constipation. In 21 years of people struggling with blood disorders, and, uh, and we'll go from there. So with that being said, everyone, we, that is our program tonight. We are going through blood health and, uh, and what to do about it, um, why it's so important to have the right kind of or, um, stuff in your system, and why it's so important to have a natural blood builder. Don't take iron, and, uh, <clears throat> and we'll kind of go from there. Anyway, that's our show for tonight. Next Wednesday, we are absolutely positively going to go continue on with our program. We're talking about how to clean your vascular system and how to do it both at home and inside of the office by using a natural source of vinegar, using literally some rotor rooter treatments. That is what we are going to put together uh, inside of our system. And that is what we're gonna do for next week. Now, at seven o'clock, we're moving over to our Thrivers program. And that's our, our program where we get to uh, work one-on-one -on -one with people and do some other things. If you're interested in the Thrivers program, all you have to do is go to thewestclinic.com. It's right here on the bottom of the screen. And uh, we've got a, a little family over there that we do some virtual consults. We design some custom protocols. We get access to the virtual library. They get to come into the system with a, their best friend and do a medical workup and uh, gives them a discount off services. It's the best program that we have in healthcare. I'm so excited to share it with you. That's where we're going next, right over on the Thriver program. That is the end of our program tonight. I'll see you guys next week on how to clean out your vascular system. Adios.